0: Everybody and welcome back to another week at Press for Champagne, and we're back in our Press for Champagne headquarters. Yes, we are. God, it's so cozy. It really is cozy down here in Brandy's dungeon. Dungeon, my lair. <laughs> it's so fun because number one, it's like you—you co- miss the grill. Oh, sorry, I said you my like- lair. <laughs> I take it. I'm glad that we redid that. Hey, Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we first started doing this back in March, Brandy like put it, got like a whole setup down here. So she bought this like, um, fireplace, mm-hmm. like a fake fireplace that so would be like all warm and cozy down here, like during the winter months. But little did we know, like we can't actually use it while we're down here because it makes noise. It makes noise. Yeah. We could just turn the light on so we could see the oh, faux set, fire. Oh, set the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm down for that. I yeah. love a faux fire. Me too. I do too, obviously. Yeah. So Brandy, what have you been up to? You know... What I'm about to share is a little TMI. Do you want to finish eating the apple in your mouth? I'm doing really do. I'm dead. I'll, I'll you chew and I'll I'll uh you know, just talk about the faux fireplace some more. <laughs> the the apple has something to do with our drink of the week, you guys, so that was my Buckle mu- in. That
1: was my mukbang. For I know. I'm
0: like sorry everybody.
1: <laughs> sorry, fat kid life over here. I just can't help myself. This I is love our, apples. This I'm is really... our
0: first podcast. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Move on. I'm dead. <laughs> This is payback for shaming me on my ancient computer last week. And I do have to say so, we had again, like last week, we had um computer issues. So we recorded on Brandy's computer. And the next day, she's like, Hey, can you just come in with a hard drive, external hard drive, and I'll just put it on to your computer or to the hard drive? I said, No, yeah. no, well, what? there are issues. Yeah. I'm just giving the late, the short version, right? Okay, fair enough. And fair enough. um, so I go in with my external hard drive, and she looks at it and she's like, What is this? I'm like, Brandy, it's an external hard drive. Have you never seen one of these before? She's like, no, my external hard drives are like cute and little and like, and I have like this monster. <laughs> she literally brought in like,
1: <laughs> you know, one of those like I think it's called the modem, like the whole like <laughs> desktop modem. She brought one of those in.
0: They're, like where it actually plugs into the wall and also yes. plugs into your
1: multiple plugins. You guys, this
0: is like probably the first external hard drive ever like invented or known to man. Um. It's, I had it for when I went on deployment, and everybody was like, when you go on deployment, bring an external hard drive because, like, you always, like, get all these, like, bootleg, like, movies. And so I had that, that external hard drive was filled to the brim with movies for years and years and years, and I never, ever, ever watched any of the movies off of there so when I was um, my storage on my computer started getting full I just deleted those and started putting this on there I literally have not used it in 10 years I haven't even looked at it in 10 years oh my gosh so I'm just like but I'm not buying a new external hard drive and Bernie's over here shaving me for my dinosaur you're like <laughs> you can get them like so tiny like the yeah, size but of a still deck of like a hundred dollars yeah but it's so worth it but I never use it I mean I mean now for the podcast yeah. I use it, but I use it at my house it's not like I'm like schlepping it around and and I schlep everything around so (laughs) I'm just dead Brady's always (laughs) shaming me for my shit anyway Brady so how was your week okay so
1: (laughs) you know what first of all I after I told the Nelly story last week I was like there was more to that story that I didn't share like that added to it and I can't believe I forgot this so after the whole like first encounter the hot whisper in my ear you know Mm -hmm. uh he kept with like whispering like at first I just thought he was like Say, like saying funny like obviously K- that's not funny joke. but like trying to like you know be sexy and say stuff to girls to get them laughed to take the picture turns out that was that was not what he was doing because he kept saying you can you can say no
0: if you don't want to hey we are in a, no. in a me too movement was, and nelly is protecting his ass definitely
1: asking for consent there and i the, I just laughed like instead of being like oh no thank you or oh I have a boyfriend or like making something up I just laughed. I'm dead. I'm very mature.
0: But you didn't you didn't say yes or no.
1: No invitation is still pending in my opinion. (laughs) Just waiting for the next time he comes to town. I am just waiting. Well I didn't want to say no because there was a part of me that did want to go party on a bus so I was like well if I say yes then maybe we can like go to the after party and just like hang out. But then I was worried that if I said yes and went to the after party, there would be expectations of like performance there. Yeah,
0: well, and then you <laughs> which have... I was not DTF. So <laughs> and plus you had a whole line of women to to get in.
1: Yeah, also was not I was not DTF and was not down for the STD. So I was mm-mm. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So well,
0: I'm glad that you did tell us that poster because that is a very important part yeah, of the story. Yeah, he
1: did. He t- he did kept saying you
0: can And good home. good for you, Nelly, for getting consent first. He he he's got a bit of a reputation if you
1: Google. There's been <laughs> other allegations similar to this that have happened. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so well, it might Nelly, be a
0: habit. Your attorneys have done a nice job of telling you what to say. Yes. The,
1: yeah, can can confirm you're following their advice. So nailed it. <laughs> um. Anyways, so aside from that, so again, this is TMI, and I'm a little embarrassed to share it, but I'm just gonna talk about it. Cause whatever. Okay. So I had um I had seafood twice this weekend, and I got really sick after both times. Once it was shrimp pasta, and then the second time it was like a salmon uh like Benedict. Like I'm talking sick, y'all, and Somebody told me, oh my gosh, you might, like, maybe that's a seafood allergy. I am going to Cape Cod in, like, two weeks, and I better goddamn not
0: have a seafood allergy. How do you know? This happens to my sister all of the time, and she also thinks that she has a seafood allergy. But is it just the butter? I don't know. I have no idea because it does – I mean, Cause Amanda, my mom Amanda lives – Because was
1: like, it might be the butter.
0: My mom lives in Virginia Beach, so we go out there all of the time and obviously eat seafood. And every time, my sister gets sick. And every time, she wants to keep doing it because she loves seafood. I love it. But she keeps getting sick after every time she eats seafood. I mean, I'm ta- – like – And not everything that she eats has butter. So, I mean, like, I, I – but I don't know. Both of
1: her. these things – so, the salmon – God, I'm so fat when I tell y'all. So the pasta dish was, like, a um, very light, buttery lemon and shrimp dish. Mm -hmm. From from where? Via Farina in Omaha. It's really, really good. Um, That clearly had butter in it. And then when I had brunch on Labor Day, I had gotten the salmon, like, eggs benedict, which was really good. Mm -hmm. Although I – the salmon, I think, wasn't, like, the best quality. Well, we
0: live in Nebraska. Right.
1: But I had also ordered a side of cheesy grits, which I thought was weird that they brought like a whole lump of butter on top of it because that's on not top of really... the grits. Yeah, which oh, that's how that's how it's... not cheesy grits. Oh. I mean, in Charleston, there was never like butter. Oh, I guess on I don't know.
0: of the grits. I just know on regular grits, it is. Yeah, I yeah. could
1: see that, but it was like a, it was cheese yeah. too, so it just seemed aggressive. But it was a lot of butter for like this little serving. I ate it all. I'm not going to lie. I ate the whole thing. Sounds delicious. But when I ate the pasta, like, I was having, like, cramping so bad that my
0: back hurt. But you've never had this issue before, have you? No. Okay, so maybe... I did not
1: shit my pants,
0: but felt (laughs) like I was going to shit my pants. Like... Either it's now coming with age that you're allergic to seafood, or it was just something... Like, a combination of things this weekend. Because so, if you've never had it in the past, right. I don't know why it would just all of a sudden appear at 32. You're like, so if
1: anybody else has this issue, if you could just holler at your girl, let me know. You know, if it is an allergy, should I just take a Benadryl before I eat it? Because the answer is not to not eat to it. To not eat it. Yeah, I'm for sure. I'm clearly going to eat it. I just don't want to shit myself.
0: Yeah, maybe you should just ask for no butter and see, like, next time, just to test it out.
1: Like, yeah, maybe just do, like, a shrimp cocktail. Yeah,
0: go back. Actually, what you should do... Go back to the same place, either the, the dinner place or the breakfast place, get the same exact thing, but say, Can I please have this with no butter? and see if you get the same result. Yeah. And that way you know. It's
1: not going to taste as good.
0: Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Begr- <laughs> do you want to shit your pants while you're in Cape Cod? Well, I'm like, maybe or... I just
1: take like an anti-diarrheal or something pill. Is that yeah. how you say that word, diarrheal? I have no
0: idea. It's I just a say anti-diarrhea. But I mean. There's an
1: L, I think, on it. Anyways. Hit I, me up on that. Cell. I wonder yeah, if I when you me. and
0: I are discussing how things are pronounced on this podcast, if there are people like punching their phones mm-hmm. and being like, you two are so stupid. 100%. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like I'm a little embarrassed about it, but not really. Oh. Not really. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that's like, that's basically my weekend. So did you Google anything about it? Yeah, I did Google. And I think clearly, you know, cramping and like gastrointestinal issues are like are a side effect of of seafood seafood but I don't I mean looking back on it I really don't consume a lot of butter and especially in the past few weeks I've been like trying to eat so healthy Ooh, maybe that's why you haven't really
0: had a lot of food and it switched up your diet a, a bit
1: yeah I do wonder and again I didn't like I didn't get diarrhea after I ate. Did you
0: throw up? Not to get really graphic. No, but, but I did it just like got, it just, just got nauseous. Felt, yeah, like okay. it just
1: didn't feel like great, um, and the cramping was bad. So it could have been just the butter and like switching everything up, but it you know it could be a it could be a more serious issue, which is limiting the intake of seafood, which I just am not ready to accept.
0: I mean, I I hear you because there's no way I'm giving up seafood. So you know,
1: I want to. You're of alone stuff. on an
0: island over there.
1: Oh, it was de- it was de- devastating, <laughs> devastating to find this out. Oh,
0: well. Other than that, you had a good Labor Day weekend. Yeah, so I guess I'm just gonna get some pull
1: ups and eat all the. Sh- <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let me know how Sorry, that, goes. that escalated quickly. <laughs> I'm actually really jealous of your brunch on Labor Day. Mm-hmm. I was w- going through my Snapchat stories on Sunday evening, and there was someone. Um, I don't know where they were, Lincoln or Omaha, and they had a Bloody Mary with a cheeseburger on top, and I was oh, like, yummy. oh, my God, that's what I want. Yummy.
1: Yeah, so we went to, I went with um, my, one of my best friend Pilar, we went and got brunch. Oh, hey,
0: Pilar. Oh, how, and she had a business she grand opening. She had a
1: grand opening this weekend. Congratulations, Pilar. Yes, so she, if you guys are in the Omaha area, go to Gretna Nutrition. It's in Gretna, Nebraska, and they serve, like, nutritional uh shakes and teas there mm-hmm. um like some of the flavors uh, one of them that's on my like want to try list um like today I think they had banana nut bread was the Ooh, flavor that sounds good uh, lemon pound cake is on my cool. like to try list um like literally so you anything
0: can, you can dream you can just pop in there and get a shake
1: yes yep okay. yep and that's that it's that's, like to go. Okay. Yep drinks and okay. Um it's there's a lot of like you can get collagen like I when I call it a shot like yeah. extra additions like to add collagen to it to do like extra protein to um so they are healthy um in terms of like supplements and stuff to your diet it's how exciting it, it can be it's like her a and her meal replacement. yes her and her husband john just opened this like brand new venture it's super exciting that it's is really very cute exciting inside so go support them it's like a local business small hey local business, we love those so. and we
0: know what it's like to start a business so yes yes it's very fun and scary time but it's very fun very fun time
1: so hey so how was your weekend
0: um you know it, I, I was like, you know, it was fine. I had <laughs> like, kind of a like, big weekend. Um, my husband's youngest brother got married this weekend. Congratulations, Mark and Destiny. Yeah. And it was a beautiful day. It was hot as fuck. And all I kept thinking that entire day was, uh, remember that one dress I wanted to buy that had long sleeves and was a maxi dress that had like a high neck? I would have been baking in that bitch. So I ended up finding a dress. Um... From Brandy's closet. <laughs> um, this is a dress from Red Runway. It's a Tibby dress, and if you don't know Tibby, um, Tibby is was created by this woman named Amy, Amy like Slinovac. I can't. I don't really know how to say her last name, but I've followed her journey for years. And the, one of the things I really appreciate about her is um, when she first started Tibby. It's a how she does it is like it's like um, structured clothing, but that are unstructured. So it's like you it has a good proper fit and it's in its um has good tailoring but it's also like loose and like you can feel comfortable in it and it's not like going to suck you in or anything like that like she, I love Tibby's stuff. Yes. And one of the things that she talked about on one of the on a podcast episode that I listened to a while back was um that when she first started Tibby You know, everybody said that you had to have like something floral in each of your line or each of your seasons. Like you had, you just had to have a floral print. And her, and herself personally hated floral prints, but she kept putting out these floral prints because that's what everybody kept telling her to do. Until finally, she just like kind of had enough, and she's like, "I'm not putting out any more floral prints." And like it, I just really like appreciated her like candor and being like, "Hey, like eventually, you just have to take your own company by the balls and do what you want and stop Mm -hmm. listening to what like other people are telling you to do." So. Anyway, love Tibby. The dress was amazing. I received a ton of compliments. So, you know, thanks, Brandy, for saving the day. Well, yeah,
1: I've been telling Danny that this dress was just hanging in my closet. Like, I do get a lot of stuff for work on my Rent the Runway subscription. But I had actually got this dress, like, just in case we were, like, doing a photo shoot or something for, uh the podcast yeah um which we've been talking about doing for a long time still (laughs) have that saga we'll have to go over Um, that saga sometime that's a whole shitstorm. Mm. um but anyways it's been hanging there and I was literally getting ready to send it back because it's it's like it's a very casual looking dress Mm -hmm. to be honest like just on the hanger but in person it's got like this great like sheen almost like a silky like fabric to it so it was like definitely something that was like wedding appropriate mm-hmm. or like a nice date night but I couldn't just like wear like wear yeah back to the grocery store like it was not hey. not for that yeah um and I even remember showing it to you and I was like it looks like really good on like it's I just don't not- remember
0: seeing it before that we were facetiming one night and then you showed me I was like okay we'll just bring it and we'll see if it works but it was it is a silk dress and I, I loved it so much and I loved the way it fit. That that night that she gave it to me, I went home and I tried it on and I immediately texted her I'm like, this is it. Like, this dress is perfect. It was made for me. Like, I need to own this.
1: It was because like your hair, like your hair color and your skin tone, like it was like weird. It was meant to be yeah. like sickening. Like, like sometimes there are just clothes where you're like, goddamn. Yeah.
0: I mean, and it this was, was a dress. And so I, we, I, you know, had the wedding the next day or a couple days later, I text Brandy. And I said, "Hey, does I want to buy this dress? How much is rent? The, because at Rent the Runway, if you have something at home, you can purchase it from Rent the Runway, so it's yours forever
1: for some discount. And like yeah. the discounts get steeper, the like the older the item is, yeah. obviously because it's getting worn more, or just because it's like falling out of
0: season. Yeah. So before I had <laughs> um, messaged Brandy that I had also looked at this dress online, so I kind of knew that it was still." in stores. And this dress retails for eight hundred and fifty dollars. Like it's not a cheap dress. No. And um sorry guys, I didn't turn my phone off. That was me, my bad. Damn. Amateur hour. <laughs> um so the dress retails for eight hundred and fifty dollars, and I said, "Brandy, how much is this dress from Anthropologie?" I'm thinking like it's used. I'm not the first person to wear this because as right. I was, um, I looked at the care instructions, and it said that you can iron it on low. So I was like low ironing it on sat- on Saturday, and as I'm ironing the pleats, there are stains in the pleats. Yeah, oh. like you can see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm no, I'm not the first person to wear this. And Britta's like, you're gonna die. And I was like, just throw it at me. They wanted I was like, to, you don't want this. They wanted to charge us like five hundred and fifty-five dollars to buy this dress. I was like, shut the fuck up. It was like it was wasn't it more than that? It was uh, more than that. It was it I'm was literally it was five hundred something. I know it was like oh it, no four twenty-five to buy. Oh really? I thought, it's fifty okay.
1: percent off. It was more than that the other day when I texted you.
0: Oh yeah, because you t- sent me a picture and it said five fifty two fifty to buy. Yeah, it went down. Oh hey, it's now fifty percent off. Well, um, fun fun fact. My cousin Aaron texted me the other day and says like, hey, every time you say fun fact, I do like squats. So, <laughs> <apparently> <laughs> I say fun fact. So Aaron, fun fact. Also take shots if you want. Yeah. If you're of age, twenty one <laughs> or older. <laughs> so um, because I had looked at it online to see like if it was still in stores or whatever. I could either buy it from Nordstrom Rack for $262 or from Tibby's actual website for $250. Uh,
1: Guess where you gonna buy it from? Yeah, I
0: was like, F you, Rent the Runway, and you fucking highway robbery. Right. Like, I was flabbergasted, but hey... So, you know, so are you going to order it? I really do want to order it. Um I'm like going to wait a, like a little bit longer and yeah. see if it like get discounted oh, even sure. more. And the only reason I want to order it is number one because I probably will. It's like one of those dresses that you could continue to wear it through the years. Like it has got like a timeless look
1: that it's like It's a good
0: like like the fabric, I think the cut,
1: the color. Even like the way you styled it, which I think was perfect, how you put it oh, together. Um, but you could like you could dress it up. You yeah. could do booties. You could do. You could wear different a blazer heel. over yes, it. Yeah. Like, you could do a lot with it. You could belt it, probably. Oh and make
0: yeah, it look cute. Like, but so I do. I am gonna buy it eventually. Um, because my biggest goal in life is for when I'm dead and gone. To have somebody at my estate sale be digging through these, like, old trunks of designer clothes and be like, this bitch was, like, so (laughs) (laughs) well-dressed. That's all I want, is to be in the afterlife like... At, in the afterlife looking down on my estate sale with all these young girls being like oh my god look at this dress my my goal honestly
1: is just to have a mr big live like carrie bradshaw in a shoebox and have a closet that That's somebody just would huge. kill for yes yeah.
0: and i did i remembered this um as i was like thinking about this the other day when i had the boot rack i used to make the girls that worked for me at the boot rack called me the fashion queen <laughs> Oh, is that why they called you Queenie? And I want my nieces to call me yep. Queenie. I yep. wish that we could really, like, you know, pick up on this trend, guys. Yeah, I see a pattern here. Yeah. I like it. Um, but I do, as I was editing the podcast from last week, Michael was around, and he heard me tell the story about that Hammett purse. And he was like, that's not what happened. And I was like... Oh, shit. Um, okay, well, what happened? He's like... You were really, really stressed out. Like, he's like, I've never seen you so stressed out in my entire life. And I wanted to do something nice for you. So I bought you this purse. But the morning that it came in, granted, I, so I knew nothing about this. I did right. not know it was coming. The morning that it came in, we got into a massive fight. <laughs> like, a massive <laughs> blowout fight. To the point where Michael was so mad. he And, like, he wasn't talking to me. And, like, that, and we were living together, mind you. Like, he was not talking to me. And, um, that takes a lot for him, you know, and that day we used to have this FedEx guy around here that I always called shorts because he'd never, he was always wearing shorts. Even it was like dead of winter, always had shorts on, but this guy was notorious for not delivering packages to the address. He would just like, like say like, <laughs> I knew you and your cousin Johnny lived, you know, down the way and, and he knew that I knew Johnny. He'd be like, Hey, could you you know, take this to Johnny's house on your way home. You're like, no, bitch, it's your job. Yeah. So anytime that anybody on our farm would get a package, he'd be like, hey, your brother-in-law got this in the mail. Can can you just take it home? And I was like, well, I don't know. Is it a part? So anyway, that day he comes in and says, hey, Michael has this package. Can you just take it? And I said, well, I don't know. Let me call him and see if this is something that he needs, like right now, because I'm not, who knows what time I'm going to get home. And I called him and he didn't answer because there's, he was mad. Yeah. He was so, mad. I'm just like, whatever, just leave it. Well, so then he texted me and he's like, well, you could just open it because he probably – Mom, am like, well, why would I open something that you got, Michael? And he, he thought I'd looked at the return label. Uh, so anyway, I opened it and I saw this expensive-ass person. Though. I was like, oh, shit, I'm an asshole.
1: You're like, I'm sorry, I love you, you're the best. <laughs> I It's like, ah. I like oh,
0: yeah. So who apologized first? Oh, I mean, I did. I yeah. have no problem admitting when I'm wrong. Like, that is probably, I probably do that all the time. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> my fault. Like, I, I'm just not one of those people, like, if I know I fucked up, I, I'll always be the first to apologize. Just easier. It really, and I, I have no, I'm not too proud to apologize. Like, yeah, just easy. I'm, pri- I'm, I've got pride in different areas, but that I'm just always like, ah, my bad. So anyway, that's that. That's that story. Well, I'm glad Michael set you straight. Yeah, as always. I don't know. He only listens when we're talking about him. I feel like. Yeah, it's like his ears perk up. It really is. Okay, you guys, this is the long-awaited story, I guess, from nobody except for one person, <laughs> about my first marriage, and there's really not a lot I can tell you on the podcast. So I don't like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> incriminate myself, but, um, I was married for two years while I was in the Marine Corps and obviously I'm not married. Well, I'm married now that <laughs> I'm the same person anymore. Obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean like, honestly, that's it. And to the person that asked me that question, if you find me in the bar, I'll tell you like all the dirty details, but there's not, it's not really that exciting of a story. I was married to a man for two years. We lived together while living in San Diego. Um. And when we got divorced, my friends threw me a massive divorce party. And let's see, I wrote some notes just to think of the things that I actually could say. Oh, I did want to say this too. Like when we, when I got married the first time, I was young, obviously. And I did have, I didn't have like very good um, ideas of what marriage actually was. Like both of my parents have been married and divorced twice. I kind of were growing up. I seen a lot of marriages where either people were being cheated on or doing or cheating on each other or you know a lot of divorces and a lot of just like not nice things happening in marriages and I'm so I always thought marriage was kind of a joke um so that's why like when I did get married I was I didn't think anything of it I was just like all right let's do this and like you know make magic happen as they say um but it sure has uh bit me in the ass as a real adult and when Michael and I wanted to get married Michael's catholic and we couldn't get married in the Catholic Church because I'd been divorced. So, you know, (laughs) everything has a consequence, my friends. That's,
1: uh, that's rough, but also life
0: lesson, you know? I mean, for sure. Um, and I, also, I never really thought that I would actually get married, like, have a real marriage. after? Yeah. Like, I just... I mean, you did have a real marriage. Well, no, it was a real marriage, but, like, I mean, like, have, like, a marriage where it was, like, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person, you know? Like, I never thought that, um... I, that, that's something I wanted to, I never right. thought that I would want to actually spend the rest of my life with somebody, let alone if I did, I never thought we would actually be like legally married. I thought it would just be like, we were like partners for life, you know? Right, right. I just, I never had a good idea of what marriage was. So, you know, that, there's a, like a lot of things I could tell you, like, that there's a lot that goes into this story that I just really cannot tell on like a platform that could be played in my future for like people to be like, hey. You said this on a podcast once, and now we're going to get you. So if you want to see me in real life and not on, on um on record, yes. so, you know, hey, I will just say this. I've always been wild. I've always been, like, a wild and crazy person, and I've always lived my life on the edge and, like, just kind of always lived my life with, like, no regard. Like, you only live once, and I've always taken that to, like, mean the fullest. And yeah. so, like, I've always just done things that... They might have consequences, but at that time, there was zero consequences. So that's just what I'm going to do. And sometimes things have had consequences and sometimes they don't not. Yeah. And sometimes the consequences meet up with you like 10 years later. So, hey. So they got you good, bitch. <laughs> yep. Anyway, <laughs> so that's that, you guys. Brandy, what are we drinking this week?
1: Okay, so, y'all, it is fall. It's fall, y'all. And we basic bitches are going to unite in drinking this special
0: COVID drink, this COVID drink. (laughs) I don't know why I just, I did I read something that said COVID? I don't know. Honestly, that was like Tourette's. It's not a COVID drink. It's just a fall
1: drink. You guys, this is an apple cider mimosa. Ooh. Um and I'm like I really I was telling Danny before we started recording like I'm just ready for like a new season mm-hmm. with the drinks and to kind of like reinvigorate. Um it was this one was super easy. So it is uh 2 tablespoons sugar, a tablespoon ground cinnamon, a cup of apple cider and then one bottle of bubbles of your choice. We used Prosecco. You obviously combine the sugar and cinnamon, dip the champagne flutes in water to wet the rim, and then dip the cinnamon and sugar mixture, fill the champagne flutes a quarter full with apple cider, and then top it off with the champagne or Prosecco. It's delicious. We did a couple of substitutes here. Uh, it was like half and half with the apple cider and champagne. Yeah, we have we, things to do
0: after this. Yeah, we also
1: <laughs> used um, the apple cider packets, yeah. and we didn't make it hot. It's not, like, a hot beverage. Yeah, it's cold. Beverage. Um, but we used the packets for the 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 rim. Yeah, uh, to, to, to sugar it. the rim. So it's, it's kind of got, like, a little bit more of a tart flavor, but it's still um, – I'm going to –
0: Yeah, it's like, it's good for like, if you just want like a fall champagne, like for a fall brunch or something. It's
1: like, if you don't love overly sweet, I think this would be perfect. Yeah,
0: I agree. It's just, it's it's honestly just like a, if you were to, if, I don't know, they probably don't make this, but like if they had like champagne with just like a little tinge of like apple cider, that's honestly what it tastes like. You can't, it's just, it's not overpowering at all. It's good. Yeah. Real good. It is good. So, Brandy, I see here that you're excited that the Golden Girls are having a remake. Yes! (laughs) It's all in caps, you (laughs) guys. (laughs) I did see this, and that is exciting. I love the shit out of the Golden Girls. So, I'm pretty sure that this, it's
1: just like a one-night like, remake. Mm. It's not the whole season. Oh, that's a um, bummer. But it's getting an all black cast for one night. Hey. Um, it's going to be like a charitable performance, which a, a lot of there's been a lot of things on TV, obviously, COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's in partnership with Zoom and it's going to be um, supporting Color of Change, which is the nation's largest online racial justice organization. And like, some of the cast members are, um, Tracy Ellis Ross, which I think I she's love fabulous. love her. Um, Alfre Woodward. Love her. The Murder Show. Why can't I? How to Get Away with Murder.
0: Oh, yeah. Love that show. She's, that, that's who it is. Well, she's not the main character.
1: Yeah, isn't she? Do I have her mixed up with somebody else?
0: Well, the main character for, um, How to Get Away with Murder is, um. Oh, you're right. God, what's her name? I fucking lot the show. I can't. Wow, you guys, we are just. Wow, I we're killing it. the game. It.
1: Don't take our info.
0: Killing the game. Um, Hold on, I'm clicking the link. Also, we're gonna we're gonna get this figured out.
1: I'm wrong. Yeah. God, why did I think I always get her mixed up?
0: I wish they just give us some pictures here. That really made this a lot easier.
1: She is in. Uh, God, what show is she in? What was her name again? Um, Alfrey Woodward. She's hilarious though, too. I mean, not hilarious, but like she's just like a really great. Um. Um. She is. She is in some funny stuff. She like, is. She's a and I doctor. could
0: see how. Uh, but she's
1: also real serious.
0: Yeah, I could see how you. They. She looks similar to the gal from. Um. She does. How to get but away with they're, murder. They're. But different. not the same person. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Obviously. Not.
1: Not. Um. The picture that they used reminded me of. Yeah. Anyways. Um. So yeah, she is in it. Um. Let's see who else they have. Uh. Regina King. Um, and then I am not familiar with this actress, Sana Lathan.
0: What is she I am she not in? either. Um, by the way, Viola Davis is the Thank you. From- I knew that. And I love her. I can't believe I forgot that. What was her name? Uh, Sana? Sana
1: Lathan. She's beautiful. Anyways, they are doing that one night, uh, remake. And it sounds like it's next Tuesday. So by the she time... She was in
0: Love and Basketball. Oh, she was? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm looking at her Wikipedia page right now.
1: Um... So, yeah, it happens on, it says 6 p.m. Tuesday, so I can only assume like a week from less than a week away. Hey. I'm pumped. I don't know where it airs because that's not clear. Well, from the show. Check your local listings. Yeah, check your local listings. Let me know if you guys hear this and figure it out before Tuesday. I only have Sling TV, so if anybody wants to invite me over to watch it, please do so with sufficient notice because yeah. I have a very hoppin' social calendar. And you can't have any Just cats. kidding. I've got nothing going on. I will bring some pizza. Okay. Oh, hey,
0: I'll kick the cats out for the night if you bring pizza. Uh, I'm down. Yeah. Okay. Call me. Okay. Um. So another thing that we, that's been in the news this week is all – are the fires happening in California, which are just horrendous? Oh my God, so sad. And we found out this week that one of them was started because of a gender reveal party. Freaking
1: gender reveal party! Like started uh, a giant wildfire. And this
0: happened also like two years ago. Um, it was either in California or Arizona. To I the can't. point where the the guy that sh- that actually like shot off like the smoke bomb or whatever and started this fire. Excuse me was placed on five years probation and forced to pay an $8 million restitution. Woof, $8 million. That'll, that'll break you for life. Well, I mean, like, can you explain this I to me? I thought my
1: student loans had broken me for
0: life, but there's <laughs> Can you that. explain how this works? Because either... Do they do it based upon your own net worth or based upon the damage that you've the done? The damage you've done. So he'll never be able to pay that back. No. So, I mean, like, pretty much... He'll, like, do they just, like, stipend your check for the rest of your life?
1: Um. So... At least in Nebraska, restitution can be part of your, can, you know, your sentence yeah. to make restitution. Um, if you violate that sentencing order, you know, it's potential that you could be resentenced. But there's not a a great way to enforce that because it's not always like a, a judgment necessarily. Yeah. Like a, an enforceable um Judgment where you could garnish somebody's wages. Oh, So, and again, this is Nebraska. Yeah. Um, There's sometimes where people do have um, restitution due. And unfortunately, due to circumstances, they just cannot afford to make that restitution while they're serving probation. Sometimes there's probation violations because of it. Sometimes, you know, obviously if somebody has imprisonment and they also have restitution how are they gonna make that because you don't it's not like you earn money in prison yeah at least not much um so there there are issues with getting restitution out of a criminal case if you really want to like hit somebody hard uh, filing a civil action would be the best reason. So,
0: obviously, like, if this guy... Th- and like I said, this is not for this wildfire that, that's happening now. It was for one that was ha- happened a few years back. But for this guy who was... Um, force or order to pay 8 million dollars restitution does it end when he dies or does it continue down the line until it's paid
1: i mean if he let's let's say for example that no i mean like his heirs wouldn't be responsible his estate potentially could be responsible if it wasn't mm-hmm. you know yeah completely well, interesting. Well, times.
0: that's how one of the fires in California started was someone let off a smoke bomb to let everybody know the, their gen, the baby's right. gender. I
1: And I think here, this this is the moral of the story other than like don't start forest fires yeah. is we're done with the gender reveal.
0: Yeah. Place. Like they were, I don't know why we're they done. ever became a thing and I'm not into it. I've never been into it. Um, There was only one that I supported was a friend of mine who had trouble getting pregnant for a long time and she had one. And it was very exciting. She invited everybody over. We all came over. It was, it was fun. And I think they just did, like, a... They cut the cake, and, you know... Yeah. Um, And that was, like, I was exciting for her then because they'd had such an issue getting pregnant. But now, they're done. They're over. You're having either a boy Here, or a girl. The, like, there's no other option. Here's the thing. You
1: get hit with a... Uh, you know, a gender reveal, and then you have the diaper keg, and then you have the baby shower, and then you got the first birth. You know, you got the arrival, mm-hmm. and then you got a baptism if you do that, and then you have a first birthday. Like, goddamn, how many presents I got to buy you yeah. in a year? Yeah, I mean, I, I hear you. Um, and also, what happened to just like the baby coming out, and you're like, ah, it's, it's got a healthy. Penis. It's got a vagina. Yeah, it's healthy.
0: Honestly, like, I just, I don't get it. I just don't. I don't get it. I've never gotten it. But you know me and my view of, like, becoming a mom. I'm just like, you know, hey.
1: Eh. Yeah, I mean, also, I know it was a fad. I know it was exciting. I'm also a planner. So if I was expecting, I would probably be like, yeah, I'm going to find this out. Yeah. Um, But you damn well better bet all of my friends listening, I am going to have all the parties. Like, when that baby <laughs> takes its first poop, we're going to have a party because I've been to all of your shit. Yeah. You know? You've been supporting. It's your turn.
0: Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. We just want cash. We don't want... <laughs>
1: yeah, joking. because I don't I don't want
0: gifts for the babies. I just want gifts for me. Like, totally if, joking. If, if you come to my baby shower and don't also get me a gift for carrying a child for nine months, I don't want to know yet. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, <laughs> well speaking, speaking of our social faux pas that we've just committed, which we're totally joking about. Kind of. That's what we're talking about this week is, is social faux pas. And the
0: first one on our list is touching pregnant ladies stomachs
1: oh my god it's so
0: rude okay don't touch me anyway right but if i have a baby also don't touch me like
1: what what is it about somebody's pregnant belly that it like has a sign that says
0: please go ahead and touch I don't know. Or pet me. I've had friends of mine tell that have had babies. No have permission tol- needed. Have told me that strangers would walk up to them in stores and touch their yes. bellies. Yes. Like, that's a I would, thing?
1: I'd punch somebody. Ugh. I mean, seriously, like, I... I would feel so violated. I just... I think it's such an invasion of... You know, we didn't Although put... I have, like, reached for somebody's belt. Like, somebody i know. known... I just, like, cringed. I know. <laughs> I do, too. Like, I've gone to reach, and I've literally, like, consciously been like, you crazy asshole. What are you doing? Yeah. And and I will say out loud, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I was, like, literally just going to touch your stomach. Yeah. So inappropriate. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it's, like, got a glow like you just want
0: to just i mean it's got something i guess it's so weird yeah
1: because i like i understand that like non-cognizant like urge to
0: yeah i think like i it's weird i think that touching pregnant women's bellies is also like touching someone's hair but if someone oh comes and God. like grabs like touch your like oh your hair surprise so pretty like bitch don't f- I took me two hours to do that mm-hmm. don't touch that and i've heard a lot of that with like um Especially in the black community. A lot of black women would be like, don't touch my hair. Like, why is everybody, like, obsessed with, like, touching Ew, hair? yeah. Yeah.
1: So weird. Um, I do – I witness, like, just the most awful thing. I worked at an office on a university campus, and there was a gal in there. And she, like – she had a stomach where one might assume that she was expecting. Mm-hmm. And another lady didn't know her, didn't know us, they were totally strangers, walked up to her, touched her stomach, and was like, when are you due? Shut up. Okay, we knew this girl was not pregnant, though. Like, she just had a little, you know, belly. Like, no hate, no shade. Like, we all got shit, Yeah, you know? I got cellulite everywhere. What did she do? I It was, like, she was young, too. Like, she was early 20s. And, like, the devastation, like, it was, like, soul-crushing. She literally just, like, stared at her blankly and was, like, I'm not pregnant. Like, it was, (laughs) like, so cringeworthy. What did the lady do? She was just, like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, and it was just, like, I hope you learned your lesson. Like, don't ever assume. Oh, my God. I'm
0: mortified right now.
1: Like, honestly, somebody could have a nine-month- you know, belly that rammed into my side. And I would not assume that they were pregnant unless they, like, mentioned, like, oh, my God, this baby's got to get out soon because my back hurts so bad, you know. Yeah. Then I would be like, oh, when are you due? Yeah. I would, like, never.
0: That reminded me of a story. Uh, When I was in the Marine Corps, my friend Erica was pregnant, And her husband was deployed, so she had all these baby appointments, and I would go with her. And before we went to the hospital, I was like, damn, Erica... You, you big? Damn,
1: you huge! And I was like, and I
0: would always be like, God, like, are you miserable? Because you just look so oh big. Oh my God! Great. I was like nineteen, you guys, you like just know. young and stupid. You didn't know. And then we went to the hospital, and I was like, Oh my God, Erica, I used to think that you were so big, but look at all these women—they're huge—and I'm honestly oh surprised she didn't fucking deck me. You're lucky she didn't. Deck I know because she was want to deck you for her. She was also a marine. I'm so I was surprised she wasn't like, Hey, bitch if you don't shut shut your up. mouth and she's like and, you, and just drop me off the front door okay yeah <laughs> like
1: i'll waddle my ass out after
0: <laughs> yeah me and my fat ass will come out when we're done oh my God. <laughs> sorry erica i love you and your children she's
1: like thank you for acknowledging that you piece of shit <laughs> yeah 15 years later
0: i'm sorry no it hasn't been that long she,
1: she has no shame admitting she's i do i have no yeah. problem admitting oh, when i'm wrong that's fair Ugh. Um, let's see what else we got. I think that this is still on the same lines of like babies pregnancy whatever. Um, is like other people going up to little kids and invading their personal space, like the pinching of their cheeks or like I've seen people like hug or like kiss their hands and in all fairness it's usually like elderly people who are like pinching or just like kissing Do a people random people still pinch baby. kids cheeks. That's nuts. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I mean, I just do love a chubby little baby. So Are you much. that person? No, Pinching I never. I never pinch, but sometimes if there's like a really chubby baby, I'm just like, I just want to take a little bite out of there. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god, you're a psycho. I know. i am Fat Babies, everyone, where he's got him in her basement.
1: You know that uh, that uh, fairy tale Hansel
0: and Gretel, yes. when she like
1: wants to just like plump him up and bake them? I'm like, yes. yeah, I do. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. I'm terrified God, right God. now. <laughs> <laughs> so. Sorry, I'm laughing because <laughs> so I'm like,
1: that's so creepy.
0: I just said that. Yeah, but it's true. It's, I just
1: love a chubby baby.
0: I have a friend who had a baby and we're at a wedding and I'm sitting next to her and I'm talking to her. And granted, I never <laughs> asked to hold someone's baby, like, I, which reminds me of another story. But if, I, if it's like, you know, my
1: nephews, of course, like, yeah. I will just like literally go up and steal them out of somebody. I'm like, this is my nephew. Damn, yeah, Like, I, this is my baby.
0: Well, so we're sitting at this wedding. She's holding her, her newborn, and some lady comes up to her. And I'm sure that they knew each other. It just wasn't, like, well enough. right? And she's like, oh, can I hold you a baby? And she's like, no. Flu season. She's, just, like, straight up told but her But, like, no.
1: you have to. I mean, that's the thing. Like, if I didn't know, if it wasn't my nephew, yeah. for example, or, I mean, my, like, even my own best friend. I was with her, and she has a year old um, baby girl, her name's Lola. Oh, hey. And she's literally so tiny, you guys. She's like the size of a six month old. Like, I'm not kidding. And she walks around. It's the craziest shit you'll ever see. <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyway, like, even then, I was like, oh, do you mind if I, like, she woke up from a nap and I was like, oh, can I, like, get her out of her crib? Like, yeah. do you mind? Like, it's my best friend. Like, yeah. and of course, she let me, but I would always ask permission. Like, I'm not going to just, like.
0: Yeah, but I just thought it was, like, really, like, ballsy of her. I mean, I guess it's her kid, so she can do what she wants. But I also thought it was, like, very ballsy to be like, no, you can't hold my baby. But
1: I, I mean, I appreciate oh, that. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm glad the person asked. But I also, like, you have to respect a parent who's like, no, it's flu season.
0: And Yeah. Like, and, and honestly, she's like, I don't give a fuck what season it is. I don't want anybody to hold my baby. I mean, I would
1: totally just make shit up. I'd be like, oh, it's COVID. Oh, yeah. flu. Oh. No, she, yeah. So. Allergic reaction to seafood season. Like, when, I don't
0: know. When my, when I first started dating Michael, His friends at the time, which are now our friends, had their first baby, and they're or Michael's like, "Hey, let's go over and see Brian and Teresa and see their baby." I was like, "Oh, fucking great!" So we go over there, and Michael's holding the baby, and Teresa looks at me, and I've only met I'd only met her like one other time. When Teresa looks at me, she's like, "Do you want to hold my baby?" And I was like, "No." and I'm not shitting you for like six months after that Teresa was like this bitch doesn't want to hold my baby and I was like Teresa I don't like kids like I'm not holding your child like I'm not yeah Yeah. we still talk about it all the time because she like thought you were the devil oh she thought oh yeah she's like Michael cannot marry this woman because she doesn't like to hold babies yeah oh yeah we talk about it all of the time it
1: makes me uncomfortable to hold other people's like newborn babies unless it's like again my nephews. Like, yeah. I don't want... I don't... Like, it's just such a responsibility. Like, I just... You know, they like to be held a certain... Every baby's different. And I'm just... I don't... Mm. Yeah,
0: and then what if you hold it and it starts screaming and be like, right. oh... Or takes a shit and then you're like, well, take this back. Yep. Not mine. Take this back. <laughs> I don't want it. Okay. So, guys, just don't bring your children around us. Yeah, Got we're it? not... Um, so, another social faux pas is assuming that two people are more than friends. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you just see, like, two people hanging out or whatever... That you assume they're dating, or on like or on a date, or that
1: there's something going on if they're, especially if they're opposite sex. You know what
0: happened with me once. This just I'm remembering so many things. It's like light bulbs would keep popping up all over the place. There was one night. Um, this was before Michael and I had met, and I was single, and I um was living in my hometown. As we were at the bar, it was late at night, and I was I was always that person that would just like like do the Irish goodbye and just like sneak out of the bar. But for some reason that night, because my friends would always get mad at me for not saying goodbye and just leaving. So for that night, I went up to my friend and said, I'm going to go home. I'm tired. It's like midnight. I don't want to be here. So I left. And as I'm walking out the door, another guy that I knew said to me, are you going home? I said, yes, I am. He's like, could you give me a ride to my house? I said, yeah, no problem. So we left the bar together. Oh, and my friend
1: texted me. Was like, oh my God, what's happening?
0: Yeah, well, no, she was like, you're going home, huh? And I was like. Yeah, she's like with so and so. And I was like, I just dropped him off at his house. And she's like, uh huh. And because little did I oh know, my she was sleeping with him. <gasps> I did, but I didn't know. Oh my God. So it looked like we went out to like, go hook up or go drive around. And I was like, I swear to you, you're I like, went home.
1: You're like, I literally am laying in bed alone. Yeah, I'll right take now. a selfie. Like, yeah.
0: I, so, I mean, yeah, don't assume people. Yeah. And.
1: I, it's hard not to, like, if I saw a guy and a girl that I knew were both single together. But, mm-hmm. like, I have friends come stay with me all the time. Like, we'll go to the brewery. We'll go do, you know, whatever. We'll go to the fair concert. You've yeah. been around. And, like, one of my um, really good friends, uh, he's, not, he's not into girls. Yeah. <laughs> and I love him. But, like, we're together a lot. And I feel bad for him that people like would assume that we're to get together well
0: here, here's a story for you um, before you and I started hanging out like at like as much as we do I mean honestly this was a couple years ago you had posted a picture on your Instagram of you at a pool oh yes somebody and, yes and he was in that photo and I was yes. like oh look Brandy's on a date or Brandy has a boyfriend and then I oh, oh because I do like I'll be like oh my lover like yeah like
1: I just you know and,
0: and I don't even know if you'd say I refer anything. to
1: my best friend Pilar as my love love like yeah we just refer to each other as love love
0: and I don't even know if like you had captioned it anything it was just like oh here's a guy mm, hey Brandy you know somebody
1: asked me you know what You know who it was? It was Blake. I had posted Uh a like a picture on Snapchat, and he like messaged me back or something. You know, I just like posted a story or it was on Instagram or something. I don't know. Anyways, it was on social media somewhere that I had posted it, and he was like like asking if I was like with him.
0: Like, were you at that time quote unquote with Blake? Yeah. (laughs) Turns out he was also with somebody else. He's like he's like, are you playing my game too? In retrospect, bitch, I might be. None of your business. Um,
1: but it made me laugh because I was like, no, like, it's just like one of my very good friends. I adore yeah. him. And
0: he also doesn't like
1: women, so we're yeah, fine. I know, but I feel like sometimes I'd like mess up his game a little bit. Yeah, know? probably. Which is probably really upsetting to him. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, lover. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just, I, I don't like it when people assume that, or, like, I can clearly be friends with people of the opposite sex, yeah. w- whether they're, you know, into other girls or not, and mm-hmm. I always hate that, or, like, you know, it's just, like that it just it kind of bothers me, I
0: guess. I agree, and I, I, because I'm also, I have a lot of guys, or a lot of friends that are guys, and I've always had that, and I, a lot of that stems from also, like, my time in the Marine Corps that, like. The Marine Corps is 96% men, 4% women. Like, yeah, there's like just, like, there's a minority. ratio there, yeah. you know? I even hate that, like, now as, like, a married woman, I almost feel like sometimes I have to be, like, when I go out in public and maybe Michael's not with me or I am hanging out with a group of friends. Obviously, like, when it's a bunch of people I know, I have no issues or whatever, but if right. I it's, like, people that don't know me but know Michael and then see me out with a group of friends, I almost, like, I have to feel like I need to, like, to put up, like, a billboard being, like, these are just friends. I'm not cheating on my husband, right, you know?
1: Right, Like, please, I mean, text Michael if you really feel the need, but, like, he knows I'm here. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I will never forget this. This pain is not going to my vagina. Like, <laughs> Definitely we not. We good. Um, I'll never forget this. We went to New York for St. Paddy's Day a couple years ago, and um, we went with my cousin, and we also met up with my ex-boyfriend, Ryan, because he was living in New York at the time. And I said to Michael before, obviously before, I said, hey, my ex-boyfriend lives here. Um, I want to, I want you to meet him. He's a really nice guy. We've known each other for years. Like, no, like, there's no weird feelings or anything like that. Like, we're just friends. Um, and Michael was okay with it. So late one night, um, after Ryan got off work, because he's a he's an, a banker on Wall Street, he came and met up with us. And my cousin had met him while we were dating, so she just seen him appear. And then you know I we I met him, introduced him to Michael, and then she pulled me aside. And she's like, "Did you tell Michael that he was coming out tonight?" And I was like, no, bitch. I just totally sprung this on him. Like, I don't have any respect for my boyfriend at the time, now husband. And be like, let's just see what kind of fun I can melt up tonight, or, like, with my ex-boyfriend and my now-boyfriend, you psycho. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm just like, I always think, like, those things are like, you know, not everybody needs to know all the fucking details. You need to just, like, mind your business.
1: Right. And, like, let's say, I mean, even if it was an ex, like... If a decade has passed since you broke up and you've both been with, like, other people.
0: And we also live on different sides of the country. I think it's
1: okay to meet, like, to be friends. Yeah. what? there's no threat there.
0: None, none at all. None at all. That's... I don't like that. I know. People are strange.
1: Anyways, um, the other thing is that I... This is, like, a new thing that really bothers me, and I'm definitely guilty of it at times, but I do try to be more cognizant of it because it drives me so crazy. Um, everybody has iPhone, Apple Watches, mm-hmm. and phones, and I think, like, when you're... When I'm out... To dinner or at a bar or whatever with friends or a friend particularly. Mm -hmm. Um, Unless it's like my very best friends that's like, oh my God, sorry, you know, like my husband is texting me, I have to answer this or like, sorry, it's work. That's fine to say, I'm sorry, I have to take this, or I'm sorry, I have to check this message. Mm-hmm. But people are just, like, mid-convo, looking down and, like, scrolling on their wrist. And I'm like, oh, I'm, s-, like, I'm sorry I'm not entertaining enough for
0: you. Oh, am I boring? Should I just turn my back like that lady to- did to me at the bar the other night? <laughs> like- I have, honest to God, just start, like, I'm just stop talking. Oh, I do. If, like, if you're not d- talk to me, I'm just going to stop talking. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with the yeah. story.
1: And, and then they're like, oh, sorry. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: You finish what you're doing, then we'll get back to me.
1: Or, sometimes I'm just like, it's not important. Yeah. And then I'll so just. So now the
0: point is your conversation, apparently. Well, and
1: then I'll just sit there and, like, wait for them to, like, start talking. And then, you know, I'm just like, uh-huh, yeah, well, gotta yeah. go. Like.
0: Or, like, even when you I just have. it. Yeah. Like, or even when, like, you're just having a conversation with someone and, they're like, you can clearly see on their face that they're bored. And I was like, Pretend. Pretend like just a, pretend for thirty seconds. Pretend like you give a shit what I'm saying. Sometimes
1: that happens. Like sometimes I do do that if it's like late in the night and I've had a lot to drink. Like I just like frost over there a little bit. I'm just like there ain't nothing going on. There ain't nothing going on behind these eyeballs. They're just trying I think to see what happened. You definitely have before. Oh, you
0: trying to see if my stories are boring? No, you know that
1: I've gotten really tired before, and I've, like, been sitting on my kitchen floor, oh, like, my God. I'm, like, I'm then, really tired. And
0: then she'll pop up and start cleaning her counters. Because I got, I got to, I got to keep moving. I got to, like, you know. Oh, my God, I'm yeah. dead. There was one time we were, after a podcast, after we got done podcasting, um, we invited a friend of ours over, and her and, the, her and our, me and my friend are just feeling it. We're, like, let's have some cocktails. is like, I got to go be a lawyer tomorrow. You guys got to leave. And so, our friend and I, I think i asked him like six times to get the fuck out of my house i don't recall that at once <laughs> and so finally she just gets up and like gets her lysol bought out and starts wiping her counters and, and our friend and i are just like fucking dead we're just like <laughs> laughing and we're like do you want to like mop the floor
1: next i'm like, like kind of could you pick up your feet <laughs> out the door <laughs> oh no I'm just joking so you know when I get tired I get tired but I, so I, you like, to, I, I mean you've you been there too but like when when somebody has like invited you out it like I expect that you're gonna dedicate one like an hour or if you said let's yeah. grab a drink the one drink which is like 30 minutes or less you're gonna just like focus in yeah. and turn off your phone and I also think like part of it is just like turning your phone upside down mm-hmm. like on the table yeah, like I don't know, I it just really it bothers
0: me. I agree. Um, okay, the next one is forgetting someone's name. Oh my god, this is so
1: embarrassing, and I do it all the time.
0: Like, do you forget someone's name that you've known for a while or
1: someone that you just met? Sometimes, like, sometimes it's both. Like, will, it's, like, a it's like an anxiety that sets in. It literally happened to me today. I was in another courthouse, and I know the clerk, and, like, I adore her. She's yeah. fabulous. She's so funny, so sweet, so personable. And I went in to say hi, and I went into, like, the wrong office, and she's like, oh, this other lady was like, oh, can I help you? And for a minute I was like, oh my shit, I forgot her name. Like, her first freaking name, I couldn't be like, oh, I'm here just looking for Susan, not her name. Yeah. But I was like, and it, like, the last second, I was like, oh, I'm looking for and it just come out of my mouth, but there was just, like, this like, you know, 15 seconds of pure panic panic where (laughs) I was just like, I literally cannot remember her name right now. Yeah. And it, like, it happens, sometimes it happens in the courtroom to me where I'm just like, like, you know, I plan what I'm going to argue or say. Yeah. Because I go prepared. But sometimes I get, like, thrown off or get, you know, go on a tangent. Yeah. And it, like, it just, like, it's just a freeze. Yeah. It's more than forgetting a name. But, yeah, it happens. I am and I'm the same way, too.
0: Because because I have so many cousins. I mean, honestly, like, there's a okay. million of us. And I don't see them all of the time. Or even, I even do this with, like, Michael's cousins because I don't see them all the time. I will, like, I know... I know everybody's name, but sometimes, like, the face to the name, and I was like, oh, God, Shannon? You know, like...
1: Oh, I know, and it's it's nothing intentional. Not at all.
0: Yeah. But it's just, like, and just like you know when you're, like, 99% sure, but, like, what if you, like, say, like, oh, no, my my name's Sarah, you know? Right. Like, and then it's just, like, wow, like, we're cousins, and you don't know my name, you know? I know. So I feel ya. And, I feel ya.
1: And when people do it to me, like, I don't feel, like... I'm just like oh they just forgot my name like I'm not offended but I like I do have an immense amount of guilt.
0: I I always give people shit about it. I was like oh you don't fucking remember me, (laughs) (laughs) like you don't know who I am. I was like I beg (laughs) your pardon. Um, But this also ties into the next one of not introducing your not introducing like your guest or your significant other. And Michael is notorious for doing this like notorious. Well, this weekend we're at we're getting ready to go to the church for this rehearsal um, dinner and Michael had just went on this bachelor party with all of Mar- um, Mark's groomsmen and so a bunch of them pile out of this pickup and Michael starts talking to them and I'm just like one step back like twiddling my thumbs like I'm like I'm I'm a person here Michael like hello I don't know these people introduce your wife like and I afterwards right. afterwards, afterwards I pull him aside and said Michael <clears throat> did you forget something bro and he's like what and I was like. You got to introduce me to people. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I – okay, I
1: am not the greatest at this if I'm, like – if I've been drinking or just forget. But I do try – I panic a little bit. Same thing when you're – it's, like, that last minute, like, I'm going around the circle and I forget Yeah. Somebody. This is name. how you always do but it. But I always say, this is my friend or this is my – you know, my yes. date or my boyfriend or whatever. This is – John. Yeah. Michael and I always and have I, a thing. And then I let, I always feel like if you got a good partner, and yes. they're like, oh, and they go in and shake everybody. Then he hand. says, hi,
0: John, what's your And then he'll say, who are you? You know, what's your name? Yeah.
1: To that person or go around the circle and be like, oh, yes. you know. Michael Brad, and I have that. Betty. We've had, we've had yes. to have that actual verbal yes.
0: discussion because Michael doesn't always pick up on cues. So I I always say, if I introduce you first, that means you need to ask for that person's name because I don't remember. Because
1: I, yeah, like, help a sister out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. That that always, always bothers me. And, like, my sister even said it last week on the podcast how she used to th- think I was being rude because I would just go into places and introduce myself. And I was like, no. Like, I want to know people. Yeah, if,
1: if somebody doesn't, like, I'll, if I'm meeting somebody, I'm walking into a group mm-hmm. and they don't, like, you know, kind of the small of your back bring you into the circle and yeah. say, oh, this is my friend Brandy. I'm just going to be like, oh, hey, like, I'm going to introduce myself because I don't want to be the awkward turd in the corner.
0: Yeah, or sometimes like you'll like sit down like I to- told a lot of poop stuff today. Sorry <laughs> about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes you'll <laughs> sit down like at a table, like at an event or something, and you'll just start talking, but you don't start the conversation with like, Hey, I'm Danny and they're like, Oh, hey, I'm Brandy. Right. You just start talking. So like now you're like forty five minutes in this conversation, you're like, Oh, and by the way, what's your name? Right. Yeah. Right. And that's always I'm like, Oh, by the way, I'm Danny because like we've been in this conversation for an hour now and or I you, don't know what your are doing. Yeah, name or is. you're just
1: like, I'm so sorry I didn't even like tell you my name. What's your name? Yeah. You know yeah just it's awkward yeah
0: I don't ever apologize and we're just like oh hey by the way
1: (laughs) so this is another one that's I think kind of like along the same lines as like introducing somebody is like the inside jokes
0: Nothing makes me more. It's just like if you can have an inside joke, that's fine. Have an inside joke either alone or fill everybody else in. That's. I think that's the key. I don't mind inside jokes. What I hate is when they're
1: laughing and I'm like, "What? I don't get it." Yeah, and then they're just. Here. And then they're just like, "Oh, nothing." That's an
0: inside joke. Okay, bitch, we'll shut the fuck up.
1: I'm like, well, then fucking explain it. Yeah, because here, here I am. Yeah, I like to laugh too. I want to be <laughs> in the side of the joke. Okay? I love to be entertained. <laughs> I, I think it's so rude. Oh. Like Like, it, it's not that hard to be like, oh, my gosh. Like, one time we were in college and, you know, so-and-so did this. And now we just, like, joke
0: around about I it I mean, we time. just did the inside joke about me when I said, you when you get the glazed over look, then you pop up and wash your counters. And I just filled in all of our audience of our funny inside joke. Like, that but was, it took less than a minute. And we're all rolling now. Yeah, we we're just, just dying <laughs> over that Lysol. Oh. So this is another one. Um. People that bring their dogs everywhere. Okay, unpopular opinion, but this drives me crazy. Like,
1: what do you mean by everywhere? Like, obviously, like um Specifically it bothers like me. Like to barbecues. Um, when people bring a pet over uninvited. Like, don't bring your pet to my house because I'm I'm a pet free zone here. Yes, um, you are. I mean, I've had friends bring like their dog over on the patio and they they've asked they're like oh do you mind we have the dog with us and they like Mm -hmm. tie it up and make sure it's okay totally fine um I just I think specifically like the whole like movement about these um you know comfort animals or you know certified therapy mm-hmm. pets i mean you can have a goddamn chicken on an airplane you can have a horse I'm, or a pig i'm not into it no i have germ anxiety phobia whatever you want to call it so if i'm sitting next to somebody with a cat in a basket on an airplane oh I'm, yeah i'm gonna freak the fuck out yeah and i just think it's so inconsiderate To everybody else. Yeah. Like, if you want your pet on there, there should be, like, a pet zone on the plane. Like, like
0: there used to be a smoking zone? Yeah. Like, I don't want to sit in pet dander. Yeah. My allergies
1: are bad. I don't like the filth. I don't like the germs. I don't like the smell. I don't want it. Yeah. And if I'm eating food at a restaurant and your dog is barking or sniffing or, like, no.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't so much mind it on the plane. I don't have, like allergies and I don't have the phobias about pets it, I don't I don't, I don't it. technically it's a dog or a cat have like if you bring a fucking rooster on a plane we're have we have issues um but don't bring your dogs to restaurants unless it's like Here. like it's like a doggy and me restaurant like I I don't uh, to me I don't I mind it a lot like whatever but like don't you have to have an invitation there has to be like a rule that dogs are allowed you can't just like show up with a dog
1: And I I have a little bit more tolerance. Like if it's an outdoor patio, I'm okay with it. But when it's like you're inside and you're serving food, I just don't think it's like equitable to everybody I feel like it's you should outside only yeah I, I don't like it I don't like it you guys can say I have a black heart you can say I'm an ugly person I don't give a shit I think it's dirty I don't like it I think it's a social faux pas to believe that an animal is the equivalent of a baby it's not it's not it's not a goddamn kid
0: Really? Because every morning I hold um, one of the cats in my lap and I go over to Michael and I said, who needs a baby when you have a furry cat? And then you're like, oh, mommy loves you. Do you do that shit? Oh, no, because I'm not a psychopath. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, Thank you.
1: I do, but- When you're like, oh, daddy is going to feed you right now. Mommy and daddy are going to... Like, fuck off. Uh,
0: no. Not in...
1: I just can't. I-, I have a low tolerance for bullshit and that's... <laughs>
0: I'm dead. Top 5 I'm dead. No, I do not talk to my cats that way. Just like a clarification. Thank Jesus. What's the next one?
1: <sighs> I'm still reeling over
0: that. Being late. One. Honestly, this is my biggest fucking pet peeve. I'm if you late sh- all the time. If you show up late to something, I want to fucking knife you. Like, <laughs> honestly, I, people that are late, it's just like, to me, it means you have no respect for my time. Like, your time is more important than my time. And I, my time, my time is fucking important. Okay. I mean, I really try hard
1: not to be late, but I, it is a bad habit, and it's inexcusable.
0: Yeah, I'm glad it's that good. we. I'm glad that you. The first step is admitting you have a problem. It, it is. My <laughs> whole family knows it, it, it. No excuses. None. Got
1: none. Um. Okay, I'm gonna sound just like a cold-hearted bitch when I say this one. <laughs> Goes along with the pets, mm-hmm. but I'm probably going to take it up a
0: notch here. Mm-hmm. Assuming kids are always welcome. Preach! I have a group. Like most of my friends have kids, and when and I I love to entertain, so I always am having people over at my house. But I always say and like the text, like, "Hey, do you guys want to come over? Um, this is kid friendly," or "Hey, do you guys want to come over? Um, this is adults only." Because, like, there are sometimes like, I'm okay with your kids coming over, and 99%, not, not 99, 90% of the time, I'm okay with your kids coming over, right. but there's 10% of the time, like, I want to hang out with my friends, and I don't want to see your children. Like, I just want to see you. I want to have some beers, maybe stay up too late, maybe tell some dirty jokes, and I don't want your kids here. I
1: just, yeah, like, most, like, I would say 99% of the time, I'm totally cool mm-hmm. um, with my friend because I think all of my friends have kids, with the exception of you and like a couple other select people yeah um so I've just come to assume they're probably going to bring their kids um which is fine yeah. I just kind of like a little heads up because if I'm especially if it's like um you know I'm hosting like a little social gathering the food you serve is going to be different you know you kind of want to know ahead of time like yeah you know am I gonna like be making all steaks, or is this little shit who only eats, you know, hot dogs and mac and cheese coming? Yeah. I want to know.
0: Well, and plus, if you're host- hosting a gathering you're inviting people over and inviting people that don't have kids, like, I would like the heads up, are children going to be there or are children not going to be there? Yeah, and I would- Because I need to mentally prepare myself for your kids. I'm sorry, that makes me sound like such a bitch, but th- I have, like... I have to mentally prepare myself for a lot of things in life, and being around <laughs> children is one of them.
1: I think most of my friends are pretty good asking, like, is this a kid's? I I think I even have friends because I'm obviously single um, that will say, like, our like our like, like spouses welcome mm-hmm. when I invite them over, or is this like a girls only thing? Which I appreciate that they ask. I mean, usually I'm not that exclusive. You know, because I really don't have any friends. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. but it's – um I, I just think it's, like, a polite thing to, like – before you just assume. Because nothing pisses me off more than when I, like, invite somebody to brunch and all of a sudden, like, I thought we were having a girl's brunch and then somebody brings, like, their boyfriend. Yeah. And I'm like, I wanted to talk some shit about him. Yeah. And now he's here.
0: Yeah. What the
1: hell am I supposed to do?
0: I know. And that's why it's, like – do it I, while
1: he's in the bathroom and there's too much to say.
0: I know. See, and that is really hard. And it's also really hard if, like, you are dating or married to someone and, like, that person doesn't get along with, like, the other husbands right. or whatever. Like, I don't know what I would do if Michael didn't get along with, like, the husband. Or vice versa, I didn't get right. along with the wives. Because, like, it's awkward. Oh. Luckily, Michael and I, all of our friends are friends with each other. Like, we... we if, you guys do have, like, a good group. I yeah. Think. And if we weren't friends before we were together, now we're all friends, you right, know? Right. Right. So, uh, yeah, it, that's... Rough. Ugh. Um, another thing is speaking with your mouth open. And if you speak with your mouth open, we're going to have some issues. Because I watch that often with some of the people that I spend time with. And I want to poke my eyeballs out. Really? It is... Brutal. It's tough. It's really tough. Like, just, like, at a
1: dinner table, like... Yes.
0: Just talking, your talking mouth open. Your mouth full. And I, I'm just like, if you have food in your mouth, you can go ahead and finish that. And then right. like, then you can have a conversation. I'll even, like, Michael even does it sometimes. i would be like, Michael, do not talk to me with food in your mouth. I will fucking slit your throat in the middle of the night. I mean, I can understand <laughs> if somebody, somebody was,
1: like, you know, like, I mean, I've been eating a cheeseburger in the car and I'm just, like, you know... Car stop. Like, okay. Like every once in a while, it's gonna happen. But if I'm out at dinner with somebody and they ask me a question, normally I just like put my hand over my mouth
0: and I always just give you the finger. Or which yeah, means, I'll give like, you the finger. Let me like, finish
1: chewing and Not
0: that finger. Yeah, but no, like, I just give the finger. But, but why like, is it when you got to eat, the waitress always comes and asks if everything's okay, just as you've taken a bite?
1: Also, the first
0: bite. Like, yeah. let me
1: like eat into it a little bit to yeah. make sure it's
0: okay. Like, let me have a bite and sit on it for thirty seconds. Yeah, Like, up to. Fun. I'll let you know. I'll give you. I'll give you a wave if like we got an issue here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Chill out, Karen. But it is like it is embarrassing because you don't want to be rude and not answer. But obviously... and then you just give
0: like the thumbs up and smile and nod. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: then you smile with all the shit in your teeth, and you're like, "That's like, great."
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good. Okay, so the last one is one upping someone in their conversation, or like turning the conversation to yourself. Like, so if someone's like says like, "Oh, I'm going through a bad breakup," and Brady's like, "Oh, I went through a bad breakup once," or like, "I bet your breakup wasn't worse than my breakup," I'd be like, "Hey, bitch, ain't I bet about it was. you, ain't about you." I do know people who are, like, one-uppers, and it's exhausting. I have.
1: I I wonder if I do that. I
0: have unintentionally made conversations about me before, because, like, I feel like I think that some people think that, like, they're trying to sympathize with the person, so, like, they're trying to relate. Yeah. But sometimes I have to be like, oh, but anyway, so, like, more about you. Like, you know, I have to, like, actually, like, stop myself and be like, not about me. Shut up. I probably do that. Wow. So I need to probably check myself a little bit more. check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. So you probably need to point that out. Well, Maybe. everybody, that's all we have for social faux pas. So if you have any that we missed on our list, you just let us know. Yeah, if
1: we're doing any of these. we uh, swearing. I, I mean, like. Swearing is our biggest faux pas.
0: <laughs> according to some people, I still think that swearing is fine. I think it's fine. <laughs> whatever. To each their own. All okay, right. guys. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on social media at Press for Champagne Podcast. You can follow me at Coley Avenue. Me at Brandy Joe, separated by underscores. Please
1: subscribe to us. Yes. We are on iHeartRadio, Spotify,
0: Apple Podcasts. Stitcher. Stitcher. So um, waiting on that Pandora. Yeah. Pandora. Give us a call. If anybody has that connection at Pandora, let us know. Yeah, let
1: us know. Engage with us on Instagram. We absolutely love hearing from you. guys. And tell your friends. Tell your friends because our numbers are growing and growing and growing. And I just can't like say how excited I am each week.
0: Hey! All right, guys. Check you next week. Love you. Miss
1: you. Bye. Bye.